In this episode, I'll be revealing a secret strategy to writing a best-selling book for your online church or ministry. You've got a dream to glorify God and make your mark on the world. Maybe you want to grow a business, start a ministry, or become a better servant leader. Whichever level in life you want to hit, I believe that God's calling all of us towards something greater than where we are now. So join me as I document my journey to learn how to grow an online ministry in ways that are effective, biblical, and aren't stuffed with complicated religious or business mumbo-jumbo. My name is Alec Hassan, and welcome to the Digital Ministry Mastermind Podcast. Hey, good morning, current Christian family. It is Alec here. I'm here with another really cool episode where I'm kind of uh, pulling back the curtain, you know, ripping the veil, so so to speak, uh, just giving you guys like uh, like secret behind the scenes look at what some people are doing to not just write best selling books, but also help them create really profitable courses without needing to spend like decades or years having to try to try to make it or also without having to go through like immense trial and error in doing it because I know of people who have spent years trying to create something a product or a book and when they release it there's crickets you know no one's buying and I think that's a fear that a lot of us have I know when I was writing my book planting your purpose I definitely had that fear as well and I've also had some like I'll admit I've had dry seasons with the book where it's just like no one's purchasing or I'll put out some ads and it's just like no one's clicking on it or people are clicking, but then they're like, eh, this is not for me and they don't buy. And one of the main reasons why I've seen people fail with releasing a book and not getting sales or putting out a course and not getting sales is because they made the product first. And it seems like that would be the logical thing to do where it's like, oh no, I want to, I want to write a book. So I'm going to write a book, you know, or like I want to create an online course on this topic. So I'm going to create a course on this topic. But it's really like we've seen it a lot, you know, in ministry in our walk with Jesus, where Jesus basically like flips the script on what we would expect. Uh, For example, you know, that there's that quote where like while we were still sinners, you know, God sent his son here to, you know, be sacrificed for our sins. But he did that while we were still sinners. And what I'm trying to get at here with this quote is God started with the end in mind. So he started with the end in mind. It's like, what? That's totally like reverse. Like as you say that more and more started with the end, started with the end. It's like, huh? Like that's so weird. And a way that you know, when it comes to like applying that to our own ministry or when it comes to applying that to writing a book or creating a course, what it, what it means by starting with the end, when you look at the timeline of how people typically create things of like making the product first and then testing it and then doing the marketing, it's like if you start with the end, you're, you start with the marketing. You know, you start with the messaging. You start with how are you going to be presenting this to people. And the thing that's really cool when you do that, you're able to get like super quick turnaround time in or in in terms of seeing what's effective and what works. So I've seen things where people have created um like someone tried coming up with this whole thing called the uh, it was like a nighttime bible study uh devotional something along the lines of that and not a lot of people were getting it and people that were getting it weren't finishing it and after doing like a bit of research, you know, the person found that like, oh yeah, a lot of people like reading their Bible and doing these devotionals at night. 
but they weren't looking to like do deep dive studies. They just wanted to read to get tired to go to sleep. So they were getting this and not completing it. Or people were like looking online for these Bible study things, but they were like, I, I get tired at night. I'm not going to, I don't want to study at night. And it was just funny. Cause like, well, it's unfortunate, but it is also funny in, in a sense where if the person had started with the marketing at the end, then they would have saw like, Oh, not a lot of people are engaging with my messaging or how I'm trying to present this product. So it's, it's either the messaging was wrong or the product itself was wrong. And you can only get those insights when you start with the marketing first. Cause even if it's a thing where you're like, Oh, well I'll get out an MVP, which is this term that stands for minimum viable product. Even then you got to still spend time on creating this, this basic like draft of your product. But after that, you still got to market it to people to get them to try it out. So by doing the marketing first, you're seeing like, are people wanting this? Like, are they coming to hear this message and stuff? And people have done this all the time. Like there's a famous, a really famous example of this um, for the book, The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. He was putting out advertisements for this new book he was writing. And it ended up being The 4-Hour Workweek. However, he didn't write the book yet. He was putting out ads for this new book and he was trying out different titles and these advertisements. So it'd be like the work week monk or um, meditation workplace practice. You know, he was just trying a bunch of different titles, a bunch of different messages just to see what would work well. And when people would like click on the ad and they'd go to order the book, it would say, oh, sorry, you know, we we're out of copies, but we'll let you know when it's coming out. Or it'd be like, you know, pre-order your book or something like that. And what he found was there was a significant increase in people purchasing this, this combination of, of titles and, and ad copy that was describing the four-hour work week. And that's how that book came about. And you can do this too without even needing to spend money on advertising. You know, let's say you're like, oh, I don't want to spend money on ads. Well, if you're on social media, and we'll, we'll stick with the book writing, book writing example for now, you know, books are in chapters. And what you can do is you can create content and post it on social media. And you can see how people are engaging with it. So you, for example, um, like I know for me, for example, you know, this podcast, it's a lot of things based on like social media stuff for online ministries. So I'm part of groups on Facebook that are geared towards online ministries. So like Christian YouTubers, you know, uh, if I'm trying to write a book for increasing online social engagement, for example, you know, I'm just making this up, I would post my content in there first to see how people are engaging with it. So you can do it one of two ways. You can test out the headlines for things and a cool way that you can do this. I've seen other people do this. You make the headline into a question. So like you could say, for example, who would like to learn the three common barriers that are destroying your engagement online or, you know, and then like, you know, I'm just making that up. You post it, you get one or two likes. Okay. Maybe it wasn't that good, but what if you post like the three deadly sins of social media marketing for your church? And then it's like, wow, now bam, you got, 50 likes on it and you got all these people commenting they're like yes 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 i want to know and then it's like oh okay cool that'll be the name for my first chapter 
Or you could even do it where it's like, boom, that'll be the name of my book or of my course. And then of course, you know, you got people engaging with that stuff and then you could even like follow up with them directly because clearly, you know, these are people that raised their hand. They said, hey, excuse me, ma'am, uh, sir, you know, I'm interested in what you have to offer. You could reach out to them and actually give them the content and how they engage with that could be a fantastic way of understanding if the material is even very helpful because the one of the worst things you can do i oh i've seen this happen time and time again where people again sticking with the book writing example they could write this whole chapter they understand it because they're the ones writing the book but then when the reader reads it they're like ah what like i feel like i can't understand it you know they're reading it and they're just like there's like missing bits that they feel like they should have that they don't. And it's like slightly confusing. Like in, in my book, Planting Your Purpose, I have this whole beginning chapter where it's just laying the groundwork. It's just helping people understand concepts and definitions. Because in the book, you know, we're talking about calling, we're talking about purpose. And still in our society, our identity is so ingrained with what we do that we're not focused on who we are in Christ. So it's like the whole beginning is just to help people understand. It's like, okay, this is what, you know, you're hearing calling, you're thinking vocation. I'm saying calling and I'm talking about identity in Jesus. And, you know, from that, from that, then it helps all this stuff later on make more sense. But the only reason why I was able to do that is because of like talking with people and understanding their perspectives. Because like every time I'd say calling, people would be like, yeah, I really need to better understand like my position and like what I'm doing in the workplace. And I'm like, ah, that's not it. You know, your life is not your work, you know? <laughs> so that's something that, you know, that that's that idea of the end, in of keeping the end in mind, doing starting with the end first. You're doing the marketing, you're, you're posting the content. And trust me, you know, no one's going to be going through your years of your, your, the past few months of what you've posted online and compiling the whole thing that you made for free. It's like, that's not gonna, it's not gonna happen. Trust me. <laughs> and when you're posting this stuff online and people are seeing the content, it's like, you can still continue to like follow up with them. And it's like, Hey, you know, I shared this trick, this tactic with you. How'd you like it? And it's like, you're now building rapport, you're building reputation. And you know, these people are beginning to know, like, and trust you. So then when it comes to the point of like, Hey, I'm writing a book on this stuff, is it cool if I put you in as someone who I can reach out to to pre-order it? I'm pretty sure, you know, like, I'm pretty sure if you do that, they'll be like, uh, yeah, I've been, <laughs> duh, I've been liking what you're posting so far, why wouldn't I pre-order, you know? So don't start with making the thing first, you got to start with the marketing and the messaging first, it just makes it so much more easy. And then, you know, last little snippet of why you should do this is because, you'll have an idea of what you think people need. But people, for the most part, they rarely buy based on what they need. They just buy based on what they want. You know, they can they convince themselves why they need it, but they get it because they want it, you know? <laughs> so when you're doing the branding and the marketing and you're talking about all the benefits of what you're creating, it's not what you like that matters. It doesn't, that doesn't matter. What matters is what the person who's going to buy it likes so you may be putting a lot of focus on these different chapters where it's like um with the i'm trying to think of an example we'll stick with the social media marketing thing so let's say i'm talking about all this stuff of like scheduling posts and the proper time and 
how to how to bulk create things and you know i'm sure there's people that would love to know how to do that but let's say as i'm doing the marketing and i'm putting things out and i'm asking people like oh what type of things would you like to see it's like if i'm getting a lot of people talking about things where it's like well you know what one of the biggest things that i run into is just overwhelm you know there's so many things that i got to post on and there's all this and there's all that then it'd be like okay you know what i might need to, the first chapter might need to address overwhelm and then if more and more people are talking they're like yeah i just um, my thing is like, I'm just very shy on camera. Like, how can I, is it possible to do things without me needing to be on camera in order to get engagement? And it's like, oh, hmm, that's a good idea. Chapters on alternative strategies. If you don't want to be on camera or how to overcome camera shyness or things like, you know, it's like, like that stuff is like directly influenced by what the people need and what the people want. And we see this in the Bible as well, where you got people coming up to Jesus who have like serious ailments and like visibly, you know, they're visibly distraught and they're, you can see like, okay, these people are disabled. And it's like, Jesus is like, yeah, how can I help you? And it's like, what? Like as the reader, you're like, yo, Jesus, they're just, the guy's blind or like the person's, the person can't walk. They're disabled. Clearly they want to be able to see or clearly they want to be able to walk again. But what's wild is that, like, with our assumption, you know, if we were Jesus in that situation, we'd be like, oh, ha, you came to me, blind man. You can see now. And it's like, hold up. Is that what they end up asking for in the stories? No. They come to Jesus and they're like, Jesus, like, forgive me, man. Like, please, I need forgiveness. Like, I've messed up and I just feel like I haven't had a break. And it's like, it's like, wait, but you're disabled. They're like, yeah, but what's more important is just that I'm right with God. Like, I've just grown up just being told that, like, God sees me as a sinner and I always make mistakes and that I'm not good enough for him. And I just want to know that, like, I'm in a good relationship with God. And Jesus is like, I can give you that. And I'll heal you of your thing as well, because why not? Put a little cherry on top. But it's like, Jesus had that wisdom to know that he should still ask what the person wants. <laughs> Can't just be assuming what the person wants. And we got to go into that. We got to go into our ministries the same exact way. You know, I'm putting out these podcasts, trying to see how I can further just be helping people as I'm learning and growing myself. Like even, you know, I'm, I'm making this episode because this is something that I'm applying right now. Like I want to learn what people are interested in, what they would rather have assistance in and then boom i'm gonna I'm create the things to help them in that so i want to encourage you to do the same exact thing and hey if you really like this episode then please i ask you to like and subscribe please give us a rating and if you have a friend family member church family member who you think would really benefit from this type of information or any of the episodes prior then i invite you to share this with them as well so thank you so much for listening i'm really excited to hear how your ministry is going to be growing and i look forward to seeing you in the next episode are you a Christian leader looking to develop the skills needed to maximize the fruitfulness in your daily walk with Christ? Do you want to overcome the burden of not living life to the fullest and fully step into your God-given calling? If you do, then you should get a copy of my book, Planting Your Purpose, a 20-day guide to discover God's calling. It's not just another devotional book. Planting Your Purpose is your 20-day guide that will provide you with the strategies, tools, and insights to turn things around immediately. 
you will learn how to avoid the top five mistakes Christians make when pursuing their calling in life. You'll develop more joy in your walk with Jesus and unlock the secrets to mastering integrity. And by the end of 20 days, not only will you know your calling, but you'll have an even greater sense of fulfillment and confidence in your life. Everywhere, Christians are raving about this amazing new guide to discover their God-given calling. Get your copy by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to plantingyourpurpose.com. That's plantingyourpurpose.com.